0: Hello and welcome to the Tramping Web podcast for Saturday the 25th of January 2020. I'm your host John Walker, with me this week is Andy Vaughan.
1: Good morning John. And Godo.
0: Hello. The morning team is back. We are. Wednesday morning, parking problems, it's all good.
1: It's great. Uh, how have you been? It's good. Too, too tired, it's too early for me. It
2: always is too early.
1: I was up doing emails at two o'clock this morning. Why? I don't know. I just... Because uh, I don't... Baseball, be, he's,
2: he's trading for baseball to season people who for didn't it, some of the football. I don't
1: sleep I, it. I just don't sleep 2 it
0: 2am 2 emails to people who are going to answer them at 9am. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, you know, I'm not sending emails at 9am. I'm here.
0: <laughs> 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 it, we just started last week's pick uh, Saturday 18th of January. My banker was in after an hour. Melbourne City versus Newcastle Jets. Over 1.5 goals. In. That's really? done. One at five. I'm on 10 in a row.
1: 11 in a row.
0: Have I miscounted?
1: You've miscounted. It's 11.
0: (sighs) That's why I failed my accountancy degree. (laughs) You did.
1: I put the graphs out on the Trample Bet Facebook group. Fuck.
0: So 11 in a row? 11 in a row. I'm winning that much. I can't even keep count
1: incredible scenes mm-hmm. um i'm certainly nothing in a row now uh inter milan lost uh, well the bet lost they drew one each away at lecce 26 shots the milk boys 26, 26 boys. shots and one nil up with 12 minutes to go it leaves so
2: this was
1: it does. certainly coming in can't cry over spilt milk though just got to keep going i bet you've got one more in you and it, and it won't even be good milk <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Um, Sean Penn reference. Anyway, um, yeah, Inter Milan. So that was that was very frustrating. It's twice
2: they've done it in almost the same manner as well. Same manner. A Fiorentina. With, like with you're, that one.
1: you're absolutely battering someone. Put the game away.
2: You're Italian. You should be winning a game one now. Yeah. That's it. That's
0: all you've got. I don't think Inter Milan can win a competitive Serie A. Like, I no. think they can only yeah. win if somebody's recovering from crippling relegation. <laughs> or three, like, aye. When well, I mean, they, they, sto- they stole all Juventus' best players Mm -hmm. and when Juventus came back they still had all their best players and now that Juventus have recovered in Napoli they're just a shambles yeah like I just don't see that losing late goals has been consistent yeah whether it be in the Champions League or the league it's getting really bad
2: and the thing is I really like I really rate Lukaku there as well because he's such a Italian striker like get the ball to him he holds it up he plays it to he plays it he plays in a two and then someone passes it on his feet and he slots it away
0: he doesn't score good goals there's been, like, a massive surge of Ronaldo, OG Ronaldo, mm-hmm. for Inter Milan, being shared around Instagram, and yeah. in Twitter, and it's just amazing. You just realise how bad it's got. Yeah. I preferred when it was, like, ten shite players and one amazing player per team. Mm-hmm. A Ronaldo, a Romario, Rivaldo, Ronaldinho.
2: Miss Ronaldinho. I just love taking the mic. Uh, my banker uh, was Cove Rangers. They won 3-1. They went up 3-0. That was a great pick. That was nice. Um, they went up 3-0. It was nice to get notifications and not be scared. Like, once they're 2-0 up, <laughs> uh-huh. now you get a notification. I'm, like, I'm confident, that's cool.
1: Well, I'm going to talk two of my picks. I got those horrible notifications, but it actually ended up okay. The But uh, John
2: predicted the correct score. In and, this game. And, 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 took, in, it. and 11,
0: took it. 11-1, to I think, when you took 11 it. 11-1, to 25 quid, which is normally way more than bit, But I was so confident. Everything on this uh, stats was this score. Cove had scored average three goals per home game. Beef had scored one per average away, but when Beef went there to ten men, I was like, "Well, this is fucked." Aye, man. yeah, there's going to be more. And then. just went every five minutes, I was looking at my cash out going, "Don't do it," because it was rubbish. <laughs> Aye, when it, when when they got a man at 3 one, I was getting offered one forty, but it still had thirty minutes to go. So I was like, "That's quite good."
1: That is quite good. And then it, and, and then, then it a red it just red card nowhere, yeah. suspended
0: down to sixty quid, and I went, "Fuck! I'm not taking. I'm not taking yeah. that." I'm not because it was. Um, I'd put a tenner in earlier on and bet some Australian games just on goals. Mm-hmm. So I'd, it was like from ten pound; it wasn't twenty five quid of more money. Yeah. So I got up. So it was like, you know what? It's ten pound. Mm-hmm. Just take the loss and walk on. on. But take the fit, win. Finish, yeah. great result. <laughs> Finished three one. Very happy. My value was Valzima wait Casapia. It finished two each. That's Caspia conceded 10 goals in three games, but Varzim did not win. They were 2-1 up uh, conceded in the last 12 minutes. Really frustrating. Um, took the lead as well. It just gets really annoying. So Varzim, they, did, they do draw a lot away from home. So I was warned. I was just relying on Caspia. But although I've not picked him, have a look for whoever Caspia are playing away from home this week because they are dog shit. Cool. It was 2-2, but Varzim had like 12 more shots on goal. Yeah. Had
1: 60% possession. They dominated the game. For my value pick I had Plymouth at home to Mansfield Uh, This was a nice 3-1 win For Plymouth Uh, Odds of evens are slightly better than evens Although (laughs) I was well aware That this game, something must have happened That meant there was a lot of stoppage time Or there was a delayed second half Because it was the only game still going um, When all the other ones I had alerts on had finished Uh So I knew if my phone buzzed It was was this And on my watch in the 90 second minute of course I get goal And I was like "Oh, Don't tell me it's an equaliser it wasn't too all. it was 3 1. So, all happy, all good. The handicap would have came in if you took it.
0: Do you want to know what my frustration comes from with my alerts from live score? Is if I know I'm doing a, a builder, so I'm just betting on a goal in a game yep. where I'll hit notifications, say I'm in the gym or whatever, and just sometimes i watch it, but sometimes if I'm on the gym, I'm not watching my phone. So, I'll just wait for the buzz. But th- for all our Scots abroad teams, I also have alerts on mm. and I never know their games are on. Yeah. But I'll get an alert and I go. Yes, go and I'll go look at it and Excelsior I've taken a lead over Telstar stuff. Yeah, yeah. I go fuck off. I didn't even want to know that game was on. And then you look at it and you find out Charlie Gilmore didn't even play. Yeah, like I want a Charlie Gilmore notification.
1: Let, let, let's let's discuss <laughs> alerts because I I continue to use Bet three six five are my main. You
0: are maker. you are one more post in that chat away for just
1: being <laughs> muddled. I
0: think. Yeah.
1: They're just so trigger happy with the old goal alerts.
0: As soon as it's suspended betting, most bookies will wait till there's something did happening
1: Did I did I show you what, what they did to me with the Inter game? No. So Inter were one 0 up. Obviously, it was my banker, um, and I was at Tannadice uh, watching the game against H- our game against Hibs, and I got a go- goal alert that Inter had gone two 0 up. So I just put my fo- I was like brilliant auto payout two goals up on three six five. Put my phone back in my pocket and forgot about it, and <sighs> then like looked at it five ten minutes later, and it was one all, and I was like, how is this? The cunts probably pressed the wrong button because it was an instant goal for Inter, goal disallowed goal for Lecce within the space of like ten seconds. I
0: remember. Oh God, I almost said back in the olden days. But I mean it is paper cuttings are old things now. I remember I was going out for it wasn't my brother's 30th anything, but it was it was one it was his birthday, or one of his mates, birthday we're going out for. And I'm in town and they phoned me just to check where I was when I was coming in and where I was going to be. And I was like, oh blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I won he won 150 quid or something. It was cutting. And I was like, mine was done by Derby. So yep. Derby were losing one 0 at Birmingham. It was the only game. Every other game had sailed in. And he was like Birmingham came back in won 2 one in injury time. And I was like, no, I checked it at like 91. He was like, I they scored like in the 92nd and the 94th minute and I won like 400 quid. Brilliant. It's like getting off a train in Glasgow Central and going, where's my ah, I Just these? as well you
1: hadn't thrown the slip away. I was telling my what, so I'm like, don't even look. That, was, yeah. that wasn't a ritual then. Did you see, talk, talk, talking about late, late comebacks, what about Newcastle?
0: Is that last? Well, because who did somebody not put? Did you not share in their group chat? Somebody put up the both games under 2.5 goals. Yeah, which in 92 minutes they would have both been in.
1: Yeah. Knackered it.
0: And then fucking 94th and 95th minute. I've not watched any of the games last night except the
1: Arsenal game. But you've seen the screenshot of Jordan Pickford standing about a yard behind his line. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing for a goalie to do that.
0: He is lucky that the English team are so good because any other goalie would be dropped on form. Yeah. But he's such a presence for England. That it almost doesn't matter, yeah. Aye. Like, like it really doesn't. It's like I'm still going to be England's number one because I got to a semi-final I saved penalties and shit out in the quarters or the
2: last sixteen. Even. Do you know what you're talking about? There, uh, chucking away a coup, like at the end of that, I was at a, uh, I was at a races in Australia and as we at Bundaberg, and the racing got cancelled, so everyone was just in a big tent watching other races because of the we- the poor weather. And uh, I was standing at a table, like I was the only one who was doing any serious betting because everyone else is there just to drink. It's like this is good. It's a big wall. It's like minority report, the wall. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're I'm standing beside this bloke, uh, and our both of our horses are tied for third. Uh, and the thing in mind is like four four to one and at third, so I'm getting nothing back. And this guy beside me is on the other horse, which is like twenty five to one. And he was like, Fuck this, can't believe your horse. He's like, I'm sure I just watched it at the line, your horse is just one, like your your horse was in third, that's fine. He scrunches up his cooking and chucks it down. Like and gets on a bus. So, there's like buses outside because it's the last race of the day. I'm standing there, and I'm waiting for confirmation before I take this up. It was his horse, I just picked up his coat. <laughs> oh, what, yeah, what else are you do? Uh, exactly. He was on a bus. Hey, he headed off. I'm never going to find him. One Aussie guy in Australia? Pff, tough. Are you just postponing to not talk about your value pick? I really don't want to talk about Mallorca. <laughs> yeah, so Valencia versus Mallorca. Mallorca uh, won 3 1. I went up 3 0. Valencia went down to 10 men. 4 4-1 Four, yeah. I turned alerts it went off 3, three one, they
0: went and scored goal.
1: It went 5 And then the goal got disallowed
0: Was there even a goal Andy Or did I your one just tell you there was a goal <laughs>
1: Bet 365 told me there was a <laughs> the <laughs> goal and, mate, and then it was disallowed
0: Mate I've got so many mates that use that Everyone must be going Fuck or, or maybe they don't turn on the alerts from that And just use live score Because I don't use Skybet's alerts See, but I, I want
1: to know as soon as That's why I, I feel to like live score
0: as. tells me correctly Before Skybet So mate, I'll get an alert I'm, I think it's just post-traumatic stress from reading your fucking messages
1: that I go, this might not be a goal. Yeah. 365 have sacrificed accuracy for speed. Right, that is <laughs> that is the trade-off they've made. That's what Peter Lovencrantz done his whole career. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I think I'm okay with it because I'm still using it. Plus it gives me something to moan about.
0: I mean, I hate doing this to you, Goddard, but I have my notes from last week still on this and I, I think I said a good banker would have been over 1.5. Yeah. Which would have breezed in. It and was, both teams to score was almost evens. It, it, like, it's one of the worst picks I've ever made. Like, going 3-0 down at half-time. Like, both teams to score at almost evens would have been good value. Yeah. Like, brilliant. And, but Valencia like did score in like the 8th, minute after being down to 10 men for most of the game.
2: Then I backed Majorca last night as part of my thing. Cause I'm like, oh, they're on a wee bit of a tear against V. I I think it was Vat Elite. Someone in the second division, they lost 4-0. Was that in the cup?
0: Aye, it's like what? what I have you? Have put, how, how could they, they know not put done that? Anybody? Well, no, because they didn't Zamora. against Zamora, who yeah, were like
1: four divisions below, so they must have put uh, a decent side. Aye, but but maybe now they're not doing that because they've got well, a they win be, in the league. Yeah, that maybe. Is,
2: that they're now they must make the band list. Zamora, and then twice for me over two days. Yeah, I would. Kelly, vote. Majorca, Hamilton. It's almost a direct flight. What's well, <laughs> um, Kelly Hamilton together? I don't think either of them are on the
0: dar- band. Derby, but it's yeah. just that fixture because even we didn't. Pick it the last time, it was a draw as well. Fucking
1: brutal, disgusting.
0: Outsiders, gentlemen. My outsider, Bonnie Rigg versus Clyde. My mate was at it, he's Clyde fan Isaacs. Uh, Clyde won 1 0, which is annoying because he then got Celtic at Broadwood, which would have been a huge draw for Bonnie Rigg. Although that's all hypothetical because the draw might have gone somewhere else if it Could wasn't. Have picked Clyde. that hot ball. Uh, but my mate said to me, 0 0, he goes, There's no way Clyde are winning this game. And then about two minutes later, Clyde scored and he went, No idea. They were all over them apparently. Wow. Um, so I was quite good. You were only getting eleven to four. By the way, that came into eleven to eight just before the game started. So they that ended some price. They up. ended up being the exact same odds as Clyde. And I was like, fuck, this is bad. Yeah. But it's quite good though now because the Clyde Celtic will be good.
1: Yep. Well the the previous one was quite enjoyable. Well, I was gonna say interesting. <laughs> yeah. But from your persuasion, certainly enjoyable. Uh my outsider was Aston Villa away at Brighton. Um I took Aston Villa to be leading at half-time. Unfortunately, the bet didn't come in. Uh, Brighton were 1-0 up at half-time. I got the wrong half. Yeah, you got the wrong half. Villa won the second half. And at the time, I did say, who the fuck is backing Brighton at 3-5? And that's just a terrible bet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, quite happy that I got a lot of it right. Unfortunately, picked the wrong See, half. actually,
0: it's funny how football works. See if uh, Graham Potter hadn't won at Arsenal mm-hmm. when Lindbergh was in charge. Brighton have been on a fucking terrible run Yeah But that Arsenal thing is totally covered up
1: Yeah They've, yeah. they've not been good
0: Yeah I can't believe they were that much of a favourite And I, r- I really don't want Villa to go down Like I really don't Because I like Although John McGinn's injured I like John McGinn I fucking love Jack, Jack Grealish. Grealish, Yeah. Uh, he's a fucking Who, who was Who what um, Richard Keyes Who I normally don't agree with Or Andy Gray that They said something That you might like Or really hate Did you know what I'm going to talk about? No he said that individually he's better than any of Liverpool's three centre mids. saw that. Yeah. And and I cannot disagree. He couldn't, I don't think he could play in the team because mm-hmm. I think the way they play with Fabinho, Henderson and whatever Wijnaldum. other whatever other plays, yeah, yeah. it works because of three in front and I think Jack Grealish would kill that. Yes. But I do believe he's better than any of those three. They don't need to, they need to be good as a unit. Not yeah, they as just, a... they need to move the ball as quick as possible and that's not what Jack Grealish does. Jack Grealish's job is to take the ball and try and drive 50 yards with the ball yeah. and create something. Is, but I think, like, a man you'll see, even Arsenal,
2: would be silly not to just throw money at him right now. Arsenal? to buy a defender. A, a, two centre-backs. I know. Maybe even a left-back, because well, he's well, fucked.
0: Well, we've got fucking Siliba, who, for some reason, we still let be on loan at Sunetti, yeah. even though we go, no, we need... Surely you can just go out like to them. No, we need them now. Ah, we paid just the, We've paid the £25 league. League. Yeah. We need them. Yeah. And go and sign Utambeku from... Leipzig as well he might not leave them now because they're definitely going to win that league I think the way they're playing just now and the rest
1: out? of German football will hate it yeah. they will I they can sell so much. although
0: they hated Bayern as well for years because they were buying up everyone's talent they used to fucking despise them although I mean it is literally the same thing but you've just done it with a team that had history in front of them already exactly them. this one's like <laughs> brand <laughs> new history's Accelerate. not in front of
1: you yeah. this is the accelerator programme is what they're, on.
2: they're in an incubator Got um, some good news. Yes, so my outsider came in. See the sport away at Besiktas, which I'm
0: raging at because the way my original setup of your picks were was that was your charity. Yeah, it was
1: yeah. the right way around. Yeah. So
2: the only reason I had uh, Edinburgh City and the the other one was we'd won the charity the last two weeks. I fancied winning a big charity. I thought you
1: were going to say I thought, like, it was time we lost one. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a a good game. They went up one nil, back to one each, two one in the first half, and then that was it forever.
0: Yeah. Besiktas got a man sent off, so it was smooth running Frank for the last 20 minutes but that was a really good pick I liked that I think the Turkish league's pure weird because it's one of those leagues if you see if you don't look at it enough you would just see Galatasaray and Abachi Besiktas and go yep. I'm not picking against them Yeah. or at the same time if you see them at home at like 1-3 you'll go
2: I'm, I'm taking them yeah. and then you look at the form and go wait they've only won one home game in five and the 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 other thing about the Turkish games as well is that Guys who bought up lots of talent a few years ago, like Antalya Sport, remember they the Europa League running that. And yeah, are just nowhere now. They're 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 down in the relegation zone. So, yeah, it was a good pick. Happy, I think. went at eleven at four. I think was the best price I could see it at. So, yeah. Um, so on the charity we discussed.
1: So the charities are treble. Treble. Yep. Ten pounds overall, overall money on the treble. We've hit the last two in a row. We're going for free.
0: Really unlucky. We weren't really unlucky. My, my game was five, no. But I'm just I'm just annoyed because I still, when I loaded up my spreadsheet, you get last week's picks. You still I it. still had it that way round. So, so like, fuck.
1: We'll talk about mine first. My charity pick was Nottingham Forest at home to Luton and exactly the same thing happened as in the Plymouth game. Forest were 2-1 up in stoppage time. It's the only game I've got alerts on and i got a goal alert in stoppage time. And
0: still playing about with my winnings from the night before. And it was I was fine. waiting on a goal.
1: Yeah, and you got it. it. So right it was fine. Nottingham Forest won 3-1. That's another charity pick in for me I think that's something like 8 or 9 in the past 11 which is uh, uh, decent which is decent um, although your charity shout John was excellent and I know G-Man you made a wee made bit of money extra well. money on that
2: yeah I'll wait until you talk about I'll, you talk about it first so it was
1: McGregor
0: to win in the first round against Donald Cerrone it was 40 seconds it lasted probably 10-15 longer than it should have um, it was so obvious like, I don't read into a lot because I, I've little only been watching MMA for about 4 years so it's still there's so much to know. These are guys who have been training since they were like eight. Yeah. So there's so much to know. So I'm not familiar with what they're trying to do a lot of times, what they're trying to manipulate when they inside guard or on top or on mount, whatever it is. But you can read fucking hunters through people's body language and everything that everyone said about Donald Cerrone being cold for the first two rounds of a fight and McGregor being so quick. It was, even in the ring you went, oh, he's just here for his 200 grand. Because Donald Cerrone's the most winningest, which is the weirdest phrase ever, fight in UFC history, most knockouts, most submissions. But it's just because he fought for so long. Yeah. Um, but he's never had like a massive,
2: massive payday. Yeah. So he was just there for his money. He's like, I can take a fucking boot. I've taken kickins for twenty quid. I'll take one for. Because I've seen grand. loads
0: of fighters now come out and say a shoulder shouldn't damage you. It just shouldn't. It's like what is it? Mike Bispin said. It's like somebody stamping on your toe mm-hmm. or punching you in the leg. It's like annoying, but it's not gonna fucking disorientate you yeah. so that's what he said he goes now that's somebody who wasn't in there to compete he was there but if funny was a clip from somebody who trains over in McGregor well not McGregor it's Coach John's gym saying exactly that he's like how do you think the fight will go he's got to be done in 40 seconds yeah.
2: I was like oh okay so when you said that about him in the first round you did an audio clip in the last podcast which you maybe would dig out which is you were saying I can't see this last in the first round never made the first minute yeah. and then Paddy Power were 28-1 20, and I was half cut and I was like hey, there's a tenner on that and then I woke up to like a message for you at like half six and I woke up at eight o'clock and like you've just won two on ten quid so like,
0: yes <laughs> that, that's the best way coupons are that's like I, when you bet in Mexican football and go to sleep yeah and wake up to a nice little
2: cruiser's cool win <laughs> yes.
1: happened to, that happened to me the other day like just <laughs> flicking through things the night before put a, put 20 quid in the horse mm-hmm. and then the next day at work i just get a random alert like totally forgot forgetting that i'd done anything yeah it's like oh yes winner was it clondor
2: claire clondor caitlin clondor caitlin All right one so, to
1: look out for i think
2: so That'd be good
0: and i think i didn't have really any other luck um i think i said morris green but then i said i didn't fancy him because the odds had came right in on him Holly he got but he, he got beat Holly Holm was; they were both like evens to eleven yeah. to ten, so I wasn't interested in taking one. Um, Macy Barber was the one that lost loads of people money because she was one to eight to win. Yeah, uh-huh. but she'd done her ACL look in the second round, Aye. which I do think they were talking about. It going, it's it's a weird sport because in boxing they would take the fighter out. Yeah, and they would go no 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 was going. Oh, he's done, terrible in. But toweling. it's like the coach is like no, nah, just if the fighter wants to stay on, they'll. They'll stay on, mm-hmm. and it was that was it. Like she couldn't, she couldn't walk, she couldn't defend on the ground because she couldn't literally get any leverage off the fucking snapped ACL. Ah, uh, just
1: so for someone that knows nothing about UFC, pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. Maybe name you a couple of guys, right? What are the rules that like you can't punch someone in the dick?
2: No, no. Right, so no, no, no soccer kicks. No, uh, what's a
1: I, soccer kick?
2: How would you hit a free kick? Yeah, imagine, like imagine running and the ball, the ball.
0: somebody's head when they're on the ground.
2: Oh, right, okay. So right. no soccer kicks, no... Um, 12, no elbows. Six, no elbows,
0: elbows for my... No, no, no midnight elbows, so like straight down onto his skull. Can't yeah, do that. Back, so you be, like, crash the guy's skull. Nothing yeah. inside
2: the mouth and you're not allowed to touch someone's eyes. Yeah. So um a lot of fighters at the moment... This is a podcast, why am I doing hand motions? A lot of fighters at the moment have a style where they... You're they still put,
1: You're still doing hand motions.
2: But it's to describe to you, not <laughs> to the podcast. Someone get audio annotations over this. Um But yeah, so basically people stand up and they'll defend like that, but that catches a lot of people like fingers and eyes.
0: Daniel Cormier, who's like one of the best heavyweights of all time, did that constantly. And against he does John it constantly.
2: Jones. And he did that
0: against Miocic and he fucking just dug into his ribs and that was what ended the match because you forget how fucking sore a punch. So
1: what bit. happens if someone contravened one of these rules? Would the fight just stop and yes, the other guy would, get, get, it, would get if it?
0: It depends if it was considered, like an eye gouge can be considered a mistake. Accidental. A low block can be considered accidental, but the refs are pretty good at judging whether something was meant or not um, but the things at the ACL, so there's no rule that um, Modaferi couldn't have went for the knee yeah, so but just, she was interviewed and going it's just not my style it's just not cricket she's like for me it would be win at all costs but don't harm anyone you're in the wrong she, sport that's why she loves choking people out she's like because mm-hmm. you can get somebody to tap or they go to sleep there's no there's no like lasting damage like as soon as it are out the ref stops it so you're not like choking somebody out for like a minute and a half, yeah. But they're going to lose oxygen in their brain. You're just getting them out. So that was hard. She was going. I could have went for the knee, but it was just not something I was interested in doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was winning the first round, but she there was loads. Of, she was retweeting, and so was her coach John Wood uh, retweeting loads of bet slips because she was like twelve to one. Wow, like she's like, thirty nine, so she's been around, but she's on this like four win streak now, which she's not had before. And people were going, oh, Wait, cause the odds?" It's a. It's not like a football match. It's fucking one person on one person, and they're both key. If you're getting in the ring, you're both it's not like one of us is going to fight a fighter. Aye, they're both trained, they're, they're trained fighters athletes, yeah. So, see, you get somebody at 21, it's like us saying about um Brighton and that. You always kind of go, Who would I rather bet on here?
1: Aye, if, if you had, would to. I
0: rather have 50 quid on Macy Barbet make a fiver, or would I rather have a fiver on Modiferri to make 55 quid, yeah. I know where I'm probably going to go, but I just didn't take anything on it because I was like, there's nothing, there's no, even Macy Barber winning any of the rounds was like two to one each round. I was like, no, there's no value here whatsoever. But I think UFC picks will become a bit more popular.
2: So John's one came in, Andy's one came in and I had an absolute stinker Uh, uh,
1: Edinburgh City Hamilton. Hamilton put out a full squad strength team.
0: We do this podcast. Playing away
1: at Hamilton on that horrible pitch, even though, (laughs) even though other teams also play on plastic pitches, it's just not nice. Yeah, It's bad. I mean, I've played amateur
0: football for 15 years and I've seen the advancements in 4G and there are pitches that you go play on that are noticeably artificial yeah. over ones that don't seem that bad. Yeah, And there's like ones like Gar Scoob's quite good but the Tory Glen Hamden one because oh. it's indoor is awful. Yeah. It's so dry and sticky. So although it's artificial, there are ones that are way worse than others. I've played in Edinburgh cities don't mind I've never played in Hamilton so I can't comment but mate we do this podcast three four days before fixtures not 20 minutes before the game we can yeah. see Hamilton have actually put out yeah. a full stem side
2: they went up to 12s pre-game uh, that I mean that makes sense so to that me. that was the because I, I was coming down like I was up climbing the weekend I came down and got signal and like got 30 notifications
1: and three of them were Hamilton goals it's like great we had some good winners this week in the Facebook group. Great shout from uh, James Hellis last night on a game in the Gibraltar Premier yeah, Division. Yeah, I,
0: I was doing the Trample Back podcast and then was coaching, so I've totally missed all... Gordo was like, did you not know, see it? I was like, "Yeah."
1: no. <laughs> found no. this game, Mons Calpe against Manchester 62, home team at odds of better than 3-1. Aye. Finished 3-0. 3-0 with them.
0: This is... Lit- we, we said this for people who are new listeners, we said this was the whole purpose of this podcast. Yeah,
1: finding those things. Was f-
0: because... I think we've said this before, this isn't an an hour podcast max when we do this, but it's us chatting the full week, going, what do we fancy? What are we looking? Looking back at old stuff, it's like fucking six, seven hours research to give (laughs) you one hour, Uh and it's like, uh, and then we don't get picked up and you're like, oh shit.
1: (laughs) I know, yeah, it it, it can be frustrating, but it can be brilliant, and especially now that uh, join the Facebook group, guys. Yes. Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. So much being shared at the there's moment. There's so much being shared. Uh, Jacob Feldman, uh, a relatively new member. NBA. It's just something we've never really looked at basketball because well, it's not is, anything that I know about.
0: This is what would be great. See if we could get, like, a channel of people. It's, it's happening. So Ben Grant loves his hockey. Ice hockey, which should be clear, I guess. Um, the, the You guys love your baseball. Mm. The, there's literally the idea of hopefully getting people who could look at individual sports and if it grows even bigger, specific countries or regions. Yeah. And it, because it's this was never meant to be us free telling you how to bet on where you're going to get winners. No, it's this about these are
1: to, games that you should look at because yes. we think there might be some value mm-hmm. in
0: This it. was meant to be a group of people trying to get together and taking money off of bookies, getting a good four, five, six-team accumulator and making some money to go on a Saturday night.
2: Aye. It was, uh, yeah, him last night... Um, just one thing to go back to on that: it was Monscalpi had never um, lost to this mob, in the 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 seven times they played, like each year they played twice, and they'd beat them every time. So I, I don't know what the bookies were seeing. Yeah. I, I think this is one of the ones that like, you talk about that they're going, they're in better form.
0: Well, there's a weird one, though, isn't there? Because Gibraltar is the home for most bookmakers. Gibraltar also only and Malta. It's is that Malta? It's right? Malta. Three six five, right, Malta's. So
1: Gibraltar. Only has one pitch.
2: Yeah. Uh, thingy brought
0: that up last yeah. night. Um, <laughs> what are the fixtures? Like 10, 12, 2, 4, 6. They're just all the playing the same <laughs>
1: pitch. So home advantage is is not that much <laughs> of a big thing. Yeah. You, Ewan was saying that the, in the group last night. Yeah. So g- great and uh, keep sharing stuff.
0: Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. move on to Scots Abroad. This will be quite a short section. One, because I can't get highlights in most of the games and there was loads of players missing. There's still players out of season. So Ryan Gold, French drew 0-0, so that's him not one in three games since mm-hmm. the return of 2020. But because National lost, they're actually back at top of the league with a 0-0 draw. <coughs> Ryan Gold played 90 minutes, got booked, but I don't have any highlights. Uh, Jordan Hosgrove played for Belares. They lost 2-1 away to Las Palmas. B played 90 minutes. They're still second behind... Athletic Madrid B, Also no highlights Claire Elmsley Continues to dominate Australian football Yeah Another 90 minutes Another win They're top by 6 points um, First goal Great goal by Mijatovic. Claire Elmsley Missed a half chance For about 8 yards and a half volley Defenders closing her down quickly Second goal for Van Egmont I love that I know All these players Because I'm just so used To hearing them But Mijatovic and Van Egmont Are two brilliant names Yeah they could be bad guys In like um, Bond movies or something yeah. yeah I mean she might be I've not seen the new Bond movie yet but
1: I don't, f- think, don't think anyone has.
0: <laughs> That's
1: true.
0: I could have at least seen a it's trailer It's like
1: six months. It's not that far. <laughs> no, nah, it's April, it? I think.
0: Right, cool. Still time. Um, but Miavic cut inside from the left side, far post, colour. Van Eygmont about 25 yards out, drilled into the bottom corner. Good win. Claire Elmsley. Is- I don't know when she goes back to the US, One. so because they've just completed their draft. Mm-hmm. so that must be the frustrating thing for any footballer in America or any sports star mm-hmm. in America as you set up camp and go cool I quite like it in Orlando I've been traded yeah Negro Utah, and Pittsburgh Fuck Yeah. off it's so wonderful I, so I need to go through all the lists and see where they are but none of them have shared anything to suggest that they've moved sides yeah so um, Ziggy Gordon our man Ziggy man. they lost 3-0 away to Western United who are the new team Mm-hmm. But because Newcastle Jets lost, they're still second bottom, four points clear. Is
1: there, is there the same sort of hatred for the new team as there is in German football? Not, I would guess probably zero hatred. No,
0: because I think it's... They're, they're all franchises, are they? are all tapped into the fact that what they want Australian football to do is grow. Yeah. Because Aussies just fucking love sport. Mm-hmm. Like, it is just amazing. Like, everything. Their tendencies are a wee bit shitty at the football. Unless your team's doing
2: really well. Even then, like when all the fires were taking place, like during some of the game, like during some of the games, you see the wind pick up and like smoke clear. There's still fucking like, some decent fans there at that point. Yeah, so if they're going to those games, they're probably die hard. Um, the first goal, Diamante
0: crossed into Barisha. He makes a blindside run across Siggy Gordon, but he does score a peach of a header from fucking fourteen yards. Three like it was the, that absolute beauty. Three at the back, though. Yeah, that seems to be the change to, It doesn't see they seem to be leaking more goals now, and I, I suggest the idea was not to do that yeah and my wee favourite guy uh, Silva is not playing So Silvera sorry the Silva is playing mm-hmm. um, second goal was a shot from their right back deflected in off a centre half third goal winger is rapid beats the right wing back beats Ziggy Gordon cuts back but there's five players in the box marking one guy mm-hmm. and the guy's got a tap in at the back post so but that was like three goals in the first like 25 minutes mm-hmm. so the game by the time I woke up because I was like McGregor fight had just finished, yeah, and Central Coast was just starting. And I was like, I've not been to sleep yet, yeah, my eyes eyes hurt because the prelims were so good. I ended up just staying up. The intention was to get up for the last three fights, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I can't sit up and watch. As much as I love Ziggy Gordon, I can't sit up and watch another two hours of sport. I need my bed, yeah. (laughs) We do have. Two new players. So, addition. in addition to Johnny Russell, Gary Mackay Stevens, all going back, Rachel Corsa going back, we've got Lewis Morgan, who's went on loan from Celtic to Inter Miami. Yep. So, that's Dave Beckham's side. Dave? Dave. You're doing quite well. Yeah, Dave. yeah. yeah. He's yeah. listening to Thank the D. podcast. And Jack Hendry has went to Melbourne City from Celtic on loan. These two guys have fucking won a watch, by the way. What? Imagine sitting in Celtic's bench and going, where would I like to spend the next six months? Mm-hmm. Training at Lennox Town and not playing football? Or in Miami and Melbourne?
1: So, and to add to this... Oh, is there a Dun- new one? Dundee United midfielder Sam Stanton left yesterday for Phoenix Rising.
0: Are they a new team? Are they in the in division below, right? Yeah.
1: But he's a way out to play his trade in the States now. Is he um, left permanently? Yep, gone. Um, so, What position is he? Sort of centre mid, um, attacking midfielder... He needs a bit more about him in terms of, I would say, physical presence. I think that's why he's maybe not done so well in the championship. Yeah. I, but maybe do quite but well he's, he's technically quite good.
0: I've I've said this before. Um, so we we're, we're going to continue to do Scots abroad interviews for those who are listening to that. Ziggy Gordon has been done, been out. Fiona Brown will be out next week. We've got more lined up. There is one that I'm looking most forward to, and I think I've said this to you before. Was Adam Moffat, who I went to primary school yeah. with, and this is what I hope Sam Stanton or people like this can do, is there are loads of Scottish footballers who go down south and make good money in their career, but they do nothing with their career. Mm-hmm. They're slogging out in those leagues just living paycheck to paycheck. This boy, Adam Moffat, played for Elgin in Ross County and then moved over to the MLS. I think he was to college first and ended up playing maybe 10 years in the MLS when Beckham, Keane, Gerard, yep. Henri, Miller, were all turning up Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I mean, we won't ruin too much, but He's the one out with all these famous people, you know, being abroad. His interview will be the best one because some of the players he's played with are just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And you're going, would you rather have really good money just playing in English football, not really doing much? Or would you rather go play with these random guys who are going over at the back end of their career, but you're still getting to go, Holy shit. I just played with Raul. Yeah. Yeah. I'm training with Nico Cranker every day. Just, just fascinating stuff. So this is what I quite like. This is the whole purpose of this is it's quite enjoyable. To see what people can then do with their careers. But yeah, shorter section than normal, but we'll try to get highlights up. Will point out Excelsior drew three each with Telstar. Mm-hmm. Charlie Gilmore was suspended because, as we remember at the start of the season, he likes a yellow card. That's all he who's the striker, is now 15 and 15. 24 mm. year old John Crew style player. I'm backing him to join somebody. I'm going to keep pushing this until somebody picks up the phone and gets him. And go say, yeah. John Walker was talking about you.
2: Who would you? Who would you like to see him go to?
0: I Me, mean, I'd honestly take him at Rangers. He's technically really good, and he's a fucking good finisher. I don't, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't score goals in the SPL. I know it sounds, that does sound something, but if you're playing for Rangers, you're going to get a few. That's why I like the idea, of like Lawrence Shankland as well. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put chances, sorry Andy, if you're going to put chances in a plate, you're going to score goals, right? Like these, Lawrence Shankland could score goals for anyone. Yeah, yeah. anyone. You just need to give him chances. And it's stuff like that where I go, yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, so that's three new players to Scots Abroad. We'll get the highlights up, but I'm being more cautious about what I share. I'm just making sure I get the right feeds. And so don't it, violate copyright. Yeah, protection. fucking yep. honestly, again, so, so boring. Honor-sponsored players, so we lost Mickey Do Hewitt, yep. who's back to here, But we have picked up da, da,
2: da, da. Something who I'm quite excited about. Um, Can we get clues? Plays for the Red and Yellow team. Now, now he does. Other red and yellow team keep going with it. What, Benevento? Benevento. Jagalonia? I I can't, I don't know. Oh, uh, Barcelona's old third kit. (laughs) It's the only one I can remember. (laughs) Um, Partic
1: Thistle.
0: Rangers youngster Jamie Barzonis had joined Partic Thistle on loan for three months, and we are now his home team sponsor, which means we get really, really lucrative programme stuff. They asked for our uh, logo. We'll be in Partic Vistle. So if there's listeners that are party Fistle fans...
1: Have a wee look at the programme. Grab,
0: grab a programme, mm-hmm. take a picture, send it to us. Aye. Tag us. Um, but we're really excited because I think he's a fucking excellent footballer. And additionally to that was my mum's responsible for one of his hires. So, hire business management ah. in mm. high school. So, I mean, he kind of owes us.
2: <laughs> like, you wouldn't have got that. First thing your mum told stay away from those shysters that run a podcast. <laughs> Heck... <laughs>
0: There's no money in there. There's money in there. (laughs) So yeah, so we'll be keeping up to date with him. And we are looking for suggestions for any semi-pro. So like League 2 or League 1, if there's any people that have signed or any youngsters that you think are promising. So Ben Grant has said we'll be reassigned one of the new signings, but he just needs to figure out who on the back of Mikey Hewitt. So this sponsored player is probably going to become a thing where we're looking at Berjonis, Hewitt, one other. And then whoever we get from and Rangers. I mean,
1: technically, we could go anywhere in the world. I mean, I get... Do you know what I mean? Who's the... the We could go anywhere. Jordan Holdskov.
0: No, 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 no. Who's
1: the boy that... The Icelandic guy?
0: No, the boy that plays for Lons or whatever in France. The... Basil Bolle's nephew or something. Yeah, the
1: the
2: Dundee-born guy. I can't remember his name. He plays, but he does play for Paris FC. Yeah, because Alec Menzies has been...
0: Uh, tweeting me, going, are you aware of this boy? I was, like, I'm sure that's the boy gordo has been going on about. I'm talking about, but
2: he Wasn't getting many games. He played in the cup a couple of times, but
1: yeah, I'm, su- I'm sure. Like it'll just be a fee. We just pay it in euros, and there we go. We're in the Paris FC program. <laughs> All our French listeners, you you know, go check that out.
0: So, we are just going into the picks for the 25th of January. I'll go first because maybe this is what's working for me. It's been stealing the first. If you, go, if you go first, you win. I am. I think because now that you've pointed out, I thought it was 10 in a row. Now you've pointed out it's 11 row, I'm getting more nervous with my picks. So, I had like a handful and I was going back and forth. Monaco versus Strasbourg and 1, over 1.5 goals as 1 to 3 to 1 to 4. It's varying per bookies. I don't think it will change from that at any point. Because Strasbourg away from home do not concede a lot of goals. Mm. But Monaco, so Monaco's average home game, average home game, not four against, just all goals, is exactly 4.5 a game.
1: It's a lot of goals. So it's
0: I think it's something like 30 and 15. So 34, 15 against, very basic. The away average for Strasbourg is 1.8, which, so that's not the rounded two that I would need. No. But it is over the 1.5 per stat, Monaco scored over two goals per home game, Strasbourg concede over one, but it's like 1.2, so it's tight, and I think that's why you're getting as good odds as like 1-3 for just the overs, but the last game was 2-2, and the game before that was 5-1, so I think these are two teams that definitely can get each other, so although I went back and forth on it. Monaco versus Strasbourg, over 1.5 goals. You're getting roughly 1-3, to 1-4 to 4 on the odds.
1: I'm in France as well. Uh, league 1, Sunday, 2pm. Lyon versus Toulouse. Lyon 7th, 29 points. Toulouse, absolutely rock bottom of the 20-team league, only 12 points. Um, Toulouse has scored 21 goals, conceded a massive 44. Interestingly, only 3 of those 12 points Toulouse have got this season have come away from home. Leon now seven matches in a row unbeaten. They've won their last five fixtures. On flash score, this actual fixture where Leon are at home against Toulouse goes back 19 occurrences all the way back to 1998. 15 Leon wins, four draws. No, no Toulouse wins. Uh, the last time uh, Leon didn't win at ho- uh, this home fixture was a 1-1 draw all the way back in 2013. So like the historical head-to-head in recent times is massively favours a home win. Uh, Leon won this fixture twice in 2019 4-1 and 5-1 so they don't just win this game they absolutely batter Toulouse um, taking into account games played away from home the last time Toulouse won this fixture was all the way back in 2014 their home one so they just don't beat Leon Leon just beat them every single time 1-3 for a home win and hopefully this is one that just sails in
0: I'm really touched they drew two each but went through in penalties in the cup last night Leon are the third worst home team in that league which is phenomenal because they're fourth in the league. Yeah. that They're the third worst home team but they're playing a team who have won
2: once away in 25 games.
1: Yes, that's it. Are they yeah.
2: on in the Champions League this year or is it the Europa League? I don't even know that they're in any now. Because I was going to say maybe all their home games come after a Europa League it's, midweek. It's just, I could I not... The Europa League doesn't start for ages. So. I could not believe
0: because the first thing I seen was when I clicked on Toulouse away I went that's, bad. F- that's fine. Yeah. And then I did the standings and I went they're fucking terrible at home but they are so bad away they could have played all the top six at home just now but I cannot see Toulouse getting
2: anything out of that game
1: neither can I and I'm hoping this is one of these ones that's like 3-0 at half time and, and you can everyone's relax. just happy yeah.
2: so I'm going to Hungary for uh, my banker this year and the OTP Bank Liga it's round yeah 17. it's a bit of a bit of a sponsor a in there sponsor I like there. It. moving away from pizza but not giving us any money though <laughs> <laughs> they're a bank John they hate giving him. <laughs> um, so I'm taking Ferenc Varos at home to Pax. So this is the team who are in the Europa League this year. So then the group with Espanyol, CSK, Moscow, and S- Sudova. I think is the other one. Um, they're in that. They played a lot of, so they had a winter break. They played a lot of friendlies over then against some better teams, a lot of draws. So um Armenia Biela, felt. They lost to Union Berlin. That was a 90th minute goal when they made 11 substitutes in the second half. Um, they drew at Espanyol in the um, they drew it Espanol in the Europa League. However, their actual league form is much better, so it stretches back before their kind of yeah the form it's on there. So at home they from um, from seven home games they've got 17 points, of so the best home team in the league. Away from home, the team they're playing packs are ninth out of a 12 team league, seven points. In form overall, they've got thirteen points from the last five games, and Pax have seven from the last seven. So they average a draw, and they also score have scored seven goals and conceded seven goals. So um, I'm taking Varos at home. It's one to three. Um, I think that's pretty good value. The last time they played this game was three nil to the home team. That was in late 2019. Uh, that was in late last season. So May 2019. I'm quite content with this as one to three.
0: Um, I think it's quite good. It's the same exact same thing I said about Andy though. It's just it's the lack of goals they score at home and the lack of goals that packs concede is the only thing that worries me mm-hmm. about things like this. But they have looked at they've had a good winter break. They yeah. should be coming back out and pumping this team like comfortably. But it's literally gaining knowledge. I know nothing of the Hungarian. I don't even think it's a league I've looked
2: at before. Just until you put this, was, was having a peruse and, and they look quite good. And it's one of these teams that I've definitely seen, I've seen their name in the Europa League and had no idea yeah. where they were.
1: My dog's Hungarian. another Yeah, he's a Hungarian Wiesler. He's not actually Hungarian, he's from just outside Manchester. <laughs> but, <laughs> but his, ans- his ancestry is Hungarian. Do you think you've a like, on this. I'm just saying that's as close a connection like, as
2: I've got. Can we do maybe like two bowls of food and then the one he goes for <laughs> is the winning team.
0: My value pick is an the Dutch Eredivisie, it's Heracles versus Feyenoord, Feyenoord away, even money, Heracles have only beaten, have only won three times at home, this season in the league, and it's been against two of the bottom three, and one mid-table side, who got a red card in that game, Feyenoord have won the last four league games, so Dick Advocat came in, maybe three weeks before the break, and was obviously just trying to stamp a bit of authority, they've since had their wee winter break, three fixtures, either what, two or three weeks on the training ground, they look a much better side. Um very attack minded. One last four league games, they won the reverse fixture already. I think this is a comfortable final win at even money. What I would also look at, I almost took this as my it's not really it's not an outsider right, but the because the odds are so high, it's odd to win and both teams to score. The it's odds p- are what? Two to one. That's pretty good. It's good because Dutch football is renowned for just goals. That was me God so it's like kind <laughs> cycling here. was good? Um so yeah, Feynold, even money's too good. I'd get on it very quickly as well because I think that has to come in. Nice.
1: Uh my value bet is in England League One Saturday, three PM. It's Rochdale versus Gillingham, that uh high profile match on here. <laughs> They're separated by seven points in the table in favour of Gillingham, the away team, after twenty six games. These clubs, they just get really similar records just now. Um, Gillingham gained seven points from the last five. Rochdale, six points from their last five games. Rochdale, 12 points at home. Gillingham 11 points in the road. But where there is, there hasn't been an away win in this particular fixture in the last 12 meetings, right? And that was way, <laughs> so that was way back in 2012. Rochdale Rochdale beat Gillingham away. Rochdale have won this fixture on their ground on the last three occasions. So 3-0, 3-0 and 4-1. Rochdale, they're not great, right? I'm I'm not trying to say they are, but Gillingham are either equally as bad or worse. And then you add into into account the fact that Gillingham have actually only won one match in their last sixteen games. Like you scroll back, there's only one green box in terms of so they they don't win and they're favourites to win this. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I don't I don't know why anyone would back Gillingham in this. So I think there's a lot of value on taking Rochdale or draw at four or six. Yeah, so that that's what my bet is here is, is Rochdale not to lose essentially. I
0: like, I like this one. I'm good on this one very much. It's Gellingham, three draws in the last five away games. It, to me Rochdale would be an even better pick on
1: their own. I almost but, took them but, as the outsider at fa- almost, four, four, 5 to four, 2.
0: I reckon that you could probably get a 40, 46 45. Yeah. It's really fucking good value. I'm all over that.
1: I just don't understand Gillingham away from home. There's no there's no reason they should really be favorites here.
2: Unless maybe something's happened with the Rochdale team. but
1: Nope. Nope. So, yeah. Rochdale will draw 1x on the double chance market, 4 to 6.
2: Nice. I am taking us over to the most hated team in Germany, Red Bull Leipzig. And they are playing, they're at Frankfurt this week. Top of the Bundesliga, 13 points from the last five, 20 points away this season. Frankfurt are average. They're playing against a team here. In, uh, sorry, in the form table currently, uh, thirteen points from the last five games. Frankfurt have had five points from the uh, four points from the last five. Not te- they're they're not terrible at home, but I feel that um, Red Bull will definitely go away and and, and take this uh, take this fixture. You're getting three to four for this, and if you look at the teams that Leipzig have dropped points against away from home, it's Dortmund, Leon, and the uh, well that wasn't dropping points. That was in the Europa League, Leon, and. Um, I, I, they, there's a lot of green boxes here. I'm very happy with taking uh, Leipzig at 3 to 4. And- I
1: mean I mean the only thing here is the head-to-head record this this particular fixture has not been won by the away team ever. That's the only that's the only thing that I would that I would, would go point against. Out. Yeah, it's the only thing that tends to go against this if you if you look at quick look at flash score all the way back to 2017 um it's either been a draw or a home win. Um in fairness, none of them have been in favour of Frankfurt. Fra-
0: yeah. Is Frankfurt are weird, right? So Frankfurt's only competitive win in the last three months was against Arsenal at the Emirates Yeah, when Arsenal were in a weird place. That was Emory's last match. Mm-hmm. So they were playing a weird team, um, second-string Arsenal team as well. They beat Hoffenheim last week away, but they got pumped. Mm-hmm. Like It was like two goals from three shots and Hoffenheim dominated the full game.
1: I I like this I like this pick I will, yeah, I, I will I will be backing Leipzig here like I was just pointing out that so, so like, somebody would so have like, to change yeah the my my point
0: record. being was that Frankfurt have won two games in three months and they've been lucky in both games yeah, yeah. And I, before I,
2: that I think it was Bayern they beat five one which was the end of their manager and that's when that Bayern got man sent off like five, five minutes, minutes in a game yeah, Botan, yeah. I, the other thing I liked about Leipzig here is they're now top of the league here and they've got that kind of Liverpool feeling about them so last season. Like they're not unbeaten or anything, but they're at the point now where they're on a winning run. Like they're 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 yeah. difficult to beat. Um and, and I think three to four away. I know why you're getting three to four, and it's because like if you look at Frankfurt, they're not terrible at home. They're they're sixth in the league at home. Yeah. However,
1: three-four. I like it. So do I.
0: My outsider is in the, the Hyundai A League. Hyundai. Out in Australia. Melbourne City versus Perth Glory. I'm taking Perth Glory away because I don't know why they're not the favourites at nineteen to ten. Five wins on the spin, so they've basically, since they lost to Central Coast Mariners, they've turned this around. Castro running the show. Um, Won this fixture four games back, so because of the bushfires and stuff, the fixtures have kind of been moved around as to where it's safest for teams to travel. So you're getting this reverse fixture from three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Um, They won 3-0, very comfortable. I think it was a game you watched. Yeah, it was good. Um, Melbourne City are a good side, but they're capable of dropping points. They've lost a victory 3-1 at home. I just think Perth Glory are back to exact... I mean, Perth Glory have only lost one player from the team that won the league last year. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't make sense that they wouldn't be in. I watched Melbourne City against Newcastle Jets at the weekend there. That was my overs. They won 2-0. They weren't massively convincing. See Jamie McLaren that used to play with Hibs? Yeah. They use him as like Jamie Vardy and see if they can't break teams on the counter, which is not what Perth Glory do. Perth Glory will sit in and take you in the counter. Yeah. They don't really have an idea like, they they really don't. If they can't get Jamie McLaren in behind... What have they got? ...it's kind of stuck. So, the way Perth Glory play is they will sit deep and they will hit them in the counter. 19-10, to 10, almost 2-1, to is too good for the team that are in form and scudded them four games ago. So, Perth Glory away to Melbourne City. 19-10. to 10.
1: My Outsiders in the Italian Serie B, Sunday at 8pm at night UK time. It's Ascoli against Frosinone. One point separates these two in the table. Frozen only twenty-eight points from twenty games. Askley one point back, twenty-seven points from their twenty. They're really equally matched this far into the season. You know, twenty games isn't the start of the season. Like we've got a big sample size now to know what's going on. Askley at home are the outsider twelve to five. Like I think that's a massive price in this spot, especially considering Askley have the third best home record in the entire league. Twenty-two points from nine home games and only's away record is 16th best of 20 teams yep. only 7 points from 10 matches on the road form wise again they're pretty equal askley 6 points from their last five games Frozen only, only 5 points uh frozenoni have had the best part of the head to head records when the side meets but the fact that they're so close in the table and the fact that askley are so good at home getting 12 to 5 for them to win at home in this match i think is huge so askley will be my outside pick this I, weekend I like
2: that a lot yeah me too I, I mean an Italian team at home yeah when it comes to and that Sierra B as well like see when you look at the away record the best team's got like 14 points Aye. um, I, I, I'd be all over that yeah so it's it. actually
0: like, average I love my goals the average two goals exactly at home per game and only average 0.5 goals away from home yeah. so not big scorers so
1: I mean see I if think, I was looking at this and both teams were evens. I'd probably pick the home team. Yeah. So yeah, the fact 12 five I'm getting 12-5 to five yeah. is brilliant.
0: Yeah, I really like it. Um, I think as long as Askley score, get go and get two goals, it's done. It's done. I can't see Frozen only scoring more than one at most. They just don't look like a team. But yeah, third best home versus fifth worst away. Doesn't make sense why it's 12-5. Unless we find out they have no players.
2: Yeah, ah, they've all got the winter vomiting bug or something. <laughs> but. So yeah, ask Lee for Andy. Um, I am now taking you over to the German third division. Who sponsors that? Uh, no one. I th- well, it doesn't say in the flash score anyway. Unless it's round 21's one's their sponsor and they're just really unlucky. <laughs> make it make up <laughs> the uh, <laughs> Mister Clutch third division. Um, so yeah so I'm going with Interhacting at uh, Interhacting away at Würzburg Kickers so Interhacting are 5th in the league versus Würzburg in 13th however that sounds like a huge void but it really isn't Um, (laughs) the Interhacting have 33 points Würzburg Kickers have 27 between the 3rd place and the 15th place is 10 points in this league so it's 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 huge you could like 3 bad games put you in the relegation zone right Okay. Um, so Interacting are... I think this is much like what Andy was talking about in his previous pick. These are two evenly matched teams. Interacting are further up the league, but they're playing away. Fifth in the league versus 13th. Similar home and away records. And it's a toss of a coin, this game. And Interacting have won the last two meetings. That's what's swaying it for me. up. Um, in the form table, five and seven points is, is what their last five games have been. You get eleven 11-4. Um, Würzburg have... they're they're lower down the table this is who I fancy in this game and it's really one of those ones where if again I'm basically just stealing your points here if they were both evens I'd be taking the away team so 11-4 fuck it up
0: And our charity bet, which is again repeating, ten pound of our own money on the treble, one pick each. Winnings go to Beats and Cancer Trust. Mm-hmm. If we don't win, tenor goes to Beats and Cancer Trust. My pick could have been my value. I really like it a lot, and it's a team I'm familiar with only because we've not unticked Ollie Burke, even though he plays very rarely for Alaves. It is La Liga Alaves versus Villarreal. Both teams to score is four to five. Evens on a couple of bookies that we don't get, or I've never heard people like
1: Marathon bet, bet, bet no, win and stuff, oh, stuff
0: yeah. that's a bet in Spain and France. Four out of five last home games involving Alaves, both teams have scored. Four out of five last away games involving Villarreal, both teams have scored. Villarreal concede and score an average of 1.4 away in a game, so they definitely get the one goal, and Alaves are the same at home. Both teams to score seems certain. These are two teams that cannot defend, but they are very good at going forward and attacking. Mm-hmm. Alves, Villarreal, both teams to score, 45.
1: For my charity pick, I am in the Swiss Toblerone Super League, Saturday at 6pm. <laughs> it's Zamax versus Servette. and I'm going to take the away team, Servette. They're fifth, 27 points from 18 games. Zamax only have 14 points from their 18 games, second bottom of the table. It's a 10-team league, so they're, they're down in ninth. Servette are in really good form. They're top of the league's 5-game form table, 12 points from a possible 15, scoring 11 but conceding only 3. Of that same form table, Zamax are rock bottom, uh, only 2 points, scoring 5, conceding 10. I think the form mismatch here is enough for me to take Servette at odds of slightly better than evens, 6-5, to five. Um, so that's my charity pick
2: I like it let me move you swiftly to the Dominos League 2 Lorient versus Nancy so Nancy have all other points at home this season this is when I backed against them a couple of weeks ago saying "Well, maybe they'll drop some points they don't drop points at home so uh, they're really bad away from home Um, the only wins they've had in their last five were against lower league cup teams Uh, Lorient are really 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 good um, they gave PSG a run for their money midweek in the cup, they went up 1-0, uh, they, they lost 1-0, PSG had a real panic in the second half, they brought on all their players to try and get the win, it was one of those ones where I will definitely beat Lorient if we just play our second string, and then they're like shit, bring on Mbappe, uh, Angel Di Maria and Nate. and yeah, the boys on to sort it out, they ended up going on to win 1-0, Lorient at home are great, they're at the top of the league, they're the form team, 12 points from the last 5 games, they are just excellent. They're an excellent team. Um, Nancy are third worst away from home all season. They've played nine games and got seven points. They're getting by in home form alone. You're going to get Florian at five to six. That's really good. Any bet against Nancy on that form is
0: ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'm all over that. I really like the charity bet.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, I like it too. I've just shown John, I've pulled up the, the, the charity bet page there. I am going for five in a row. You're going for four in a row.
0: I'm on form, all. man. One in I'm a on row form. Form. for me.
1: Th- this will be one in a row for you. But Aye. you know, we did we did win the previous two. Hi. Um trebles all came in. So we're on a really good run of charity charity picks. So how
0: many is it three completed? We've done this.
1: So team. we've this is we've had eleven weeks of this yep. um in the new format, and we have won three of them.
0: Yeah, to be clear on that, what we're saying is we used to stitch Gordo up and ask him to do a treble. Yep. yep. Which is fucking hard when we're trying to pick teams we're trying to pick teams that you won't have known or acknowledged so we try and stay away as much as possible from Premiership, Championship in England, SPL. Mm-hmm. We try and take it outside of those. The idea being that, I used to be a wee bit kind of not wanting to delve even into English and Scottish football but the idea is there's definitely people that listen to us in England who might not be aware Scottish of football. Edinburgh City or co And, and, the, and yeah. there might, there'll be
1: people in England that won't have looked at Rochdale versus yeah. Gillingham as well. Like, you know.
0: So yeah. it is, we kind of probably tried to go too far um so we changed Gordo to just follow the same method as us, banker value outsider. So that's when we've started to actually track to see what the difference is. It's been really good.
1: It's going well. Um yeah. charity bet wise, really good. Um we're eight for nine essentially on individual picks in the last the last three weeks. Um and we've hit three this season, which is around just over one hundred and eighty pounds profit for And we charity. gave
0: seventy five for the cycle that we done? And I think last season we gave about 300 quid, 400 quid, because we'd done the flag sponsor for the football, foot golf event, and I think we won four or five charity bets last season. So it's not it's no massive money, but it's money that the
2: charity, charity wouldn't get without our charity bets. So. And this is
1: also a really good treble. Like I would advise people to back this themselves. Yeah,
2: and if you feel like sliding a fiver to the charity after you've backed it, then go for it.
0: Yeah, if you win, yeah, it, yeah. it'd be a nice wee tip gesture for you to go and file some over to Paul Sheeran, Dandy Don on Twitter who has this pinned to his profile. Do you guys have any other bets that he's like? I've got one yes. for the weekend.
1: Well, uh, I'll let Gordon go first. Mine's maybe more long-term.
2: Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I I looked at this for I'm a, I'm a banker as well. It was Airdrie versus Strenrar. Um You're going to get Airdrie at 4-11, and I think that's a really good price for them. Stranraer, they both took pumpins at the weekend from Premier League teams. So Rangers beat Stringer 2-0, Hearts beat Airdrie uh, 5-0. But Airdrie at home in the league have won four out of their last five, drawing with Falkirk and the rest of them. Stringer away from home have lost th- uh, lost four out of their, three out of their last five and they had draws with Clyde and De Barton in there. Airdrie, the only time they haven't won this fixture in the last five meetings was the most recent one. It was two each. Um, Airdrie have won pretty convincingly the rest of them. 411 was a possible banker.
1: That's what I looked at. Politics. Right. The next leader of the Labour Party. Uh, is it
0: anybody? Does anyone it's care? Keir,
1: it's Keir Starmer. He's two of five. Like, I would happily put a lot of money on this. Jess Phillips pulled out the race last night. Keir Starmer is the first person to officially be on the ballot. So you need the backing. To get on the ballot, you need the backing from, I think it's three different groups trade union groups essentially he, he he's he's in first um there's a lot of people saying that the next leader of the labor party needs to be a female i don't know if you've seen the it's been in the news quite a lot um because they've never had one really? ever yeah and they're meant to be the party that's progressive and you know they would say that they're more i guess woke than the conservatives um but they've actually never had a, a female leader Um, So there's been people on, you know, shows like This Morning and all that sort of stuff saying it must be a woman. And I think that's actually pissing a lot of people off going, actually, we'll pick the best person for the job. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, And it looks to be Keir Starmer. And I think the fact that you're getting big odds of over one to three on him. If you're someone that likes a a reasonable sized bet on things, I think there's plenty value in this. Just unless, unless it, I can't see him not being the next Labour leader, unless it turns out he's a nonce or got so, you know some massive scandal. Yeah.
0: Do you know the only thing? This
1: is off topic. It's just on
0: sexism and women. Do you know the only place I would happily promote forcing women into positions after watching the Australian A League match with Melbourne City is women referees. Because whether we like it or not, there is, honestly, God, it's amazing. There's such a resistance for 22 men to fucking complain as much.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, Do you like They just behave oh, themselves. Oh,
0: honestly, it was like, it, uh, this sounds probably sexist, but it's the only way I can describe it. It's like being told off by your mum. <laughs> they were like, all right, you've seen them wanting to fucking complain. And she was like, no. I mean, she'd a fucking cracking game, which helps. Yeah. And I think I said with one of the penalty decisions, made a VAR decision within one review. Yeah. And I've been complaining about this in England consistently is they're taking like three minutes to make a simple decision. When you know the first angle, they've seen enough to do it. Yeah. But I did love it. And I've seen it at amateur football because there's a couple of women referees that do the amateur football and it's the same thing Mm -hmm. as there's such a resistance to be as much of a cunt to a woman as you are to just an R guy where you go, fuck off, mate. You just go, I don't don't fucking speak to a woman like that, man. That's shit. (laughs) So I would like totally vote for it to go ah, right, okay, that probably was the right decision, right, fuck off, I'm not going to moan about it. It just was so, it was so different. But I've said this before also, Australia's probably a bad example because I do feel that they have such a, I don't know whether it's through the cricket and rugby, but they have such a respect where it seems to be a lot of decisions are just, all right, you, heard Ziggy, on you heard Ziggy Gordon say that. If there's yeah. a VAR review, they go, well, it must have been the right decision. Instead of going, oh, how the fuck have you got that if you seen that angle and that, you go, no no no. Yeah. How about just accept it was the right decision and fucking go on with the game. Right. But um, I have no other picks because I, I felt like I was really struggling to get what I wanted out of this. So I've not even looked for that. The only thing I would say from a personal point of view is Morelos is still suspended the full anytime. In any Rangers games. You probably only get like one to two maybe. Mm. But the full anytime, he's gonna take a penalties if we're there. Um yeah. That would be my only thing to look at.
1: Facebook group? Yep. Uh, So there are 115 members in the Facebook group. growing, Very very active active group.
0: group. It's quite, this seems to be the thing that's quite impressive to me. I mean, I I probably need to get back into it just to see what's happening. Is a lot of podcasts for the numbers to interaction is really
1: poor. Yeah. But ours seems to be really high. Well, people, people have a lot of interesting things to say. Yeah. Um and there's a lot of good knowledge out there that you know I'm happy to take someone's advice on something I don't know about, you know, throw there's the no, throw the odd bet here or there. There's no
2: punishment for failure with this stuff. Yeah. Just, if you see a pick and you like it and it loses I do it
1: yeah we all do it yeah if you're like back something something evens it's going to come in about 50 percent of the time yeah. right no one's expecting guaranteed solid winners yeah, every you know. time we're, we're expecting something we maybe don't know about that you know a little bit exactly more about on that, that's what i want to know don't be
0: shy yeah don't be shy yeah, nobody's go well I mean, let's face it somebody will fucking money but that's the internet yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> fucking grow a bit of thicker skin and go on with it don't be shy if you see something that you like put it up there any kind of abuses you will just fucking abuse them right back and yeah. that's just the internet method
1: right yes. there's, there's none of that in the group actually John it's which gambling is, which, is, which is wonderful what do you um, mean there's
2: none of that I've been, I've been, there's been two separate campaigns to God, get me evicted God from God this is,
1: podcast still in therapy <laughs> <laughs> yeah jo- join the Facebook group just search Trampled Bet Podcast um, and hit the join button get involved in the chat there uh, let us know what you think about the picks on this podcast what you're doing this weekend and if you see anything that perhaps we've missed um, you can get us all on Twitter as well you can get me at ASV sports, you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick, you get me at John Walker underscore
0: 1986 and you can get us all at Trample bet. have a good weekend,
1: happy hunting, bye Sports Social Podcast Network